I was scared of all those kids from Bath. I was scared of heading south past the Everett Road sign. Oh, but I'm heading to Eastview, where all my friends I'll make anew. Ah ooh, and they heard me say, Lady, I'm heading back to South Ridgefield, back away to the wheat fields. I wanna be back home again. I love it when I'm on the old playground, chasing all the girls round to the tunnel of love, my friend. In Eastview, I was walking down the hall. Combination to my locker written on some paper. The seventh graders wearing all new clothes, saying hi to all the kids he knows. Ah ooh, ah ooh, and they heard me say, Lady, I'm heading back to South Ridgefield, back away to the wheat fields. I wanna be back home again. I love it when I'm on the old playground, chasing all the girls round to the tunnel of love, my friend. I just wanna, I just wanna know If you're gonna, if you're gonna stay I just gotta, I just gotta know We can't have it, we can't have it any other way I swear we're in the big leagues now But these students here, they've never touched a cow Oh lady, I'm heading back to South Ridgefield, back away to the wheat fields, I wanna be back home again. I love it when I'm on the old playground, chasing all the girls round to the tunnel of love, my friend. Oh lady, I'm heading back to South Ridgefield, back away to the wheat fields, I wanna be back home again. I love it when I'm on the old playground Chasing all the girls round to the tunnel of love, my friend Oh lady, I'm heading back to South Ridgefield Back away to the wheat fields, I wanna be back home again I love it when I'm on the old playground Chasing all the girls round to the tunnel of love, my friend Chasing all the girls round to the tunnel of love, my friend Hi, this is Todd Bendis. Growing up in Bath, Ohio, my parents told me to never, ever listen to anyone from Richfield. But I make an exception when I'm listening to Scott Luther and Matt Coma on the South Richfield podcast. Hey, welcome everyone to the South Richfield Rooster podcast show. I am Scott Luther, and with me as always is Matt Coma. Hey, Matt. Hey, Scott. Hey, everybody in podcast land. Podcast land. That's that's where we are. And hey, special thank you to Todd Bendis for that wonderful intro. 
Yeah, Todd is a longtime friend. We go way, way back to seventh grade. I think it's seventh grade. Yeah, he when they did the combination of the Richfield kids and Bath kids. I think he was on Team A, and I was on Team B. So it had to be the next year when we were taking Latin, and then we were in the same Latin class for uh, several years. And then I think he dropped out uh, of the sequence to get into Spanish class. And then the next year, so that was sometime in high school, and the next year he quickly realized his error, uh, quickly meaning it took a whole year to realize it, and he got back into the Latin sequence again. Oh, so we're Latin. And then, actually, it would be back in seventh grade because we ran track together. That's how we became friends. Okay. And then um, when we ran track in high school, we both were 400 runners, and uh, he was the starting leg of our state championship mile relay team, and I was the anchor leg on that. Wow, I didn't even it, know that. That we were the state, state champions, yeah. Is that true? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I, didn't, I don't see anything uh, about you in the Revere Athletic Hallway where they have Rachel's high school records still intact. Well, Rachel was a high school phenom when it comes to track. I mean, she's everywhere. I mean, that record from 1990 is still still holding up for the 300 hurdles. She still has that? Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, I remember, right, there, there was a whole group of uh, girls that came through with her that, that were just r- remarkable athletes. Yeah, there um, was Carrie and Tracy Kirkland. Now, Tracy was a couple the, years younger. but her, And then the uh, Eschenauer sisters. Yep. They, they were they were amazing and Corey and they, oh right Corey sure and they won the uh, state they won the state meet what year did you guys win hun um, no we came in second oh they came in second because we were always behind Beaumont because they could recruit their girls oh the Beaumont girls always beat them yeah but they came in second yep. did you guys win something one year it's hard to state th- champs or you weren't on it. Well, you know, it could have been the year after because Monica McHenry moved on and mm. some of their fastest girls were in my class. No, there's something else. I'm going to have to look it up now. It's hard to beat private schools. It really is. It's unfair. I mean... No excuse, right? You, they were all homegrown girls <laughs> and uh, just phenomenal athletes, all, every one of them. Now, hey, I got a question for Rachel. Yeah. Uh, do do you think that your coaching had any um, any any bit of uh, place in your success? Yeah. In what way? Um, support. <laughs> Our coaches were wonderfully supportive, fatherly type gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And they knew their stuff, but um, and there was one time I. And I'd always get a dum dum after I ran a race, and that was motivation. Yeah, a lot of stupid guys are easy. <laughs> well, I think right there that goes to why uh, Todd and I weren't able to make it to the state championship uh, because uh, we didn't have dum dums hand out. The only dum dums we had were our coaches. <laughs> but a- actually, Todd was also part of the uh, eight 800- hundred. No, it would be the uh, two-mile relay team. And I think they made it to regionals. They, they had a, a, a really good team. That was our senior year they made it. 
it was Todd. I believe he was the the starting leg again, and then they had uh, Andy Bethay. He was in our grade too. I think it was the first time he came out for track. And uh, I forget who the third leg was. Maybe it was Ward Freeman uh, from last Ward. week's episode. <laughs> and then Dana Krieger, who was just a uh, a beast as well. He was a, a junior. They had a, yeah a regional finalist team. That's good. Yeah. I I. Uh... I remember Todd, our senior year, I had signed up for track, and uh, I didn't go. <laughs> I just didn't go. And Todd's like, Scott, you know, coach was looking for you at track, and I'm like, yeah, I had to work <laughs> at McDonald's. So I never, I thought maybe I could do it, but it was just too hard to, to work and get to practice and everything so i never went i never went to a single practice in my uh cross country experience i did go to one practice and i ended up dry heaving on the side of uh <laughs> the side of ira road down by hill farm does rachel remember that she was a cross country she runner wasn't too. with me but uh, ward was listeners out there in podcast land ward was with me because he talked me into going and uh <laughs> i had never run before like that and uh, I'm dry heaving on the side road, and Coach Gibson runs by and says, It's not for all of us, Luther. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my uh, that was my experience with high school athletics. It's not for all of us, Luther. <laughs> uh, I did get him back at that senior uh, faculty basketball game when I took him out at the knees. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rachel was on our team, actually. <laughs> that that was my moment of high school glory. But uh, speaking of and the hairy leg thing and the hairy leg express with Dave uh, Dave Barda when we did the uh, powder puff dance team halftime entertainment. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> is that announcing the new powder puff lineup <laughs> yeah i think another if, if i think back i don't know if you did this I, I got to know todd from skiing remember the ski club yeah i never was in it but i remember it oh okay i think i got to know him there too because there were uh, a lot of guys that were dicks and todd wasn't one of them <laughs> <laughs> good for you todd <laughs> yeah nice work <laughs> Well, and he's he's been a great friend ever since. And I, I got to say this. I, um, he truly has been absolutely one of my best friends ever. And I was in his wedding, and I always say this. It was the best wedding that I've ever been to. Really? It was, yeah, it was. The, the only one that was uh, close was my brother's wedding. But at Todd's wedding, uh, they had a lot of friends. Uh, he, he married, uh, he met his wife at um, Washington University in St. Louis. And that was a university where people came from all over the country. And, and his wife's family was from Long Island. His wife, Cheryl, was just the nicest person as well. And I got to know her leading up to the wedding. And so they had all these people coming in from all over the country. And they had uh, to St. Louis where they got married. And they had um, a whole weekend set up for everybody really to kind of get to know each other. So you had three or four I guess it was three days to get to know these people that you were going to be celebrating this wedding with. And everybody was great looking. <laughs> so, 
I don't know how they did it, but it, it was the best looking wedding party and bunch of guests ever. Talk uh, about vetting so, your invitation list. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, uh, you're not going to be invited. You, you're only a seven. Well, that's why I didn't go. Well, I don't know how I got in. That's <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I think it was uh, all, all those Latin classes paid off finally. Now, uh, it's remember when we when we would have met Todd was at Eastview when yes. the Bath and Richfield kids came together. We were the last class that that was truly a K through six class at Richfield, and his was, would have been the last class that was a K through six at Bath because after our second grade year, that's when they went to three through six at Bath and Richfield. So we oh yeah. We were still at Richfield. All the Hillcrest kids from Richfield came over to Richfield. All the Bath kids who were going to Richfield or going to Hillcrest would have went to Bath. So us Richfield kids who never had left the school, we had no interaction at all with, with these Bath kids. No, and I, I remember great anxiety about meeting these kids leading up. And they, they on sixth grade they remember they had this uh, field day. Right. Where we all went to Bath. Bath school. And I don't know if it was always at Bath, maybe if it alternated year to year. Um, but yeah, we all went to Bath school. Do you remember who was on your team from Bath? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, I remember two of the kids. It was Jen McCourt, Steve Duddy. And I don't remember who was on my team from Richfield, but it, I, I do remember this that I wasn't friends that you know I was hang, hung out with. But, you know, you, you knew everybody and you were friendly with everybody. I just, I just don't, um, I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. I remember going there. I just don't remember who I would have been on the same team with. There, there was an anxiety of what are they going to think of us? Mm-hmm. All this stuff. The, they were the, the quote-unquote rich kids, you know. At that time, that was the, the higher-end community. Or at least that's that was my perception I think it was it. the perception. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I, I likened it to the outsiders, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, we were the greasers, and they were the socius. <laughs> did, you, did you ever read that or see that movie? Yeah. Yeah. So in, in my, uh, you know, hyper-romantic viewpoint on the world, I, I was uh, looking for a, a Soch girl <laughs> that w- that would be s- swooning to my greaser charms. You could have you could have found one of those uh, down at the Bath Rollercade. Oh, the Bath Rollercade, sure, yeah. Remember, we'd go there. I mean, I think I started going probably more frequently in fifth and sixth grade, and you would run into some of the Bath kids while you're down there. You didn't really know who they were. <laughs> I assume they had to be there. Well, they could have been the Bath kids. I suppose it could have been some Copley or Fairlawn kids or some Medina kids as well. Yeah, I just remember uh, slow skate, find a partner, (laughs) and then you'd ask someone, and inevitably they'd say no. Yes. I I do remember when slow skate came on, that was the time that I uh, exited, but I was a a terrible skater. So... (laughs) There were times when I couldn't get off. I was kind of stuck in the middle while skating by myself, which was analogous to my my uh, dating life through high school. So there I am skating all by myself while there's uh, a romantic song going on, and I'm in the middle, unable to get off. 
just waiting for the stroke to come on. <laughs> come on, Billy Squire, save me! Save me! I remember asking Julie Funk to slow skate, and she told me no. Oh. So I think uh, I think Sharon Alms said yes. Woo! Yeah, and Lori Bettner said yes, but the only problem was Lori did not know how to skate. So... <laughs> Did you was, know how to skate? Yeah, I did. I knew how to skate. Lori was hanging onto the wall. <laughs> as people we thought go- she was trying to get away from you. <laughs> she was holding on the wall <laughs> and my other hand as we're going around the uh, around the bath roller cape. I don't even know if we made it around once to the song. Well, I'll tell you what. You had more guts than I did because I never skated with somebody it may have been on i don't even think i I asked anybody so that alone in my estimation scott you are a player well i think most of most of it was due to you know your buddy would say hey if you ask her i'll ask someone or if if you know a wingman yeah i'll ask her if you ask Lori or so i think it was usually like maybe dean or marty I think those are the people I used to go with the most. Maybe even uh, Ward, because I remember, I remember very clearly uh, hanging out with Ward and Al Cantali, uh since they lived like in the same driveway. I think. <laughs> but their houses connected by the same driveway. I think you're right. Yeah. So I remember uh, like dropping them off or something. Maybe afterwards, I think it might have been Mrs. Urtel would pick us all up and take us there and uh, drop us all back off so I only remember going there for a birthday party or something like that yeah they're, they're, I don't think that we ever it wasn't a destination of the coma. yeah it was not a destination it was part of an event okay that, that, that was the only time that I, I think I would go at least as far as I recall I'd go down there to pick up the chicks <laughs> there was a, a poultry uh, breeding farm right next door those are some healthy hens. I, I think they were a bunch of buff Orpingtons. Buff. <laughs> There's a piece in our toilet tank in the kids' bathroom that broke tonight, or actually broke last night, and I cannot get those stupid nuts off the bottom of the toilet tank because I'm the worst handyman in Richfield. And it's just a fact. <laughs> and I was thinking when I was out in the garage trying to think of a way I could get these nuts off i i ran out and got some wd-40 but it's uh it's an older brand probably from the 70s that we found in rachel's grandfather's garage and i still have three cans of it left i'm like i probably shouldn't even be a luther because i cannot do any of this stuff <laughs> so all your brothers are really handy i think so your your dad's really handy my dad is very handy and uh, I can I got one out of the three nuts off of the bottom of the toilet tank. <laughs> I got the water out with a sponge. Hey, well, that's good thinking, you know. You, you got to figure out the the ins and the outs of these things. You know, I, I I'm with you. I'm not very handy myself. And we had a house in Toledo where you know I learned learned to do a lot of different things just through trial and error. Yeah, I'm I'm not very handy myself, but I now can change uh outlets and light switches and 
hook up fans and and light fixtures and do some minor plumbing and clean stuff out. I can do all that stuff, but I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand doing it. I can but do- there, there is a, a real sense of accomplishment when you get it done. You feel like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, and then you go to the library and you get a weekend projects book because you think you're all that. And then you yes. look at these projects and you're like, uh, I don't know. The the thing with me is I can do some of that, like change, put it in a ceiling fan. It just takes me three times longer than it says it will take in the manual. So if right. it's an hour, it's going to take and then you have three. To take, you have to take two extra extra trips back to Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever it was because you forgot this or you forgot that. Yeah, there's always something. Or I, I so damaged think, something. How do you think people, guys especially, learn that stuff? I don't know. You know, we're not... Mr. Ryback can't can't have taught us everything. <laughs> and I took I took cooking one and cooking two from Mrs. Rumba, so I missed out on... I took uh, home ec. I didn't take uh, World of Construction, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I... I, I, think, I think we found out where we failed. Well... You know, I remember exactly my thinking when I decided to take home ec. I'm like, oh, my dad can teach me all that stuff because he had all that, like, woodworking equipment in our basement. And, you know, out on the farm, he could show me how to weld or something. And then (laughs) that never happened. (laughs) Not that I'm going to be welding anything. But, uh, I mean, John builds these tables and stuff for for his family and tim's out there fixing tractors and even dan i mean he can i'm sure he can do some stuff he's he's in landscaping so i think he has to maintain some equipment i just uh my my dad was uh you know an electrical engineer by training he did a whole lot of work throughout our house and i could have learned a lot from him but i just either i would have been a pain in his or I just didn't have the patience to sit and learn and watch. And I, even now when I've done projects around here, I'll give him a call up and say, well, what if I do this or how do I do that? Or that's what, And he knows all the answers, you know, 50 years later, still knows this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I called my dad and said, hey, can you help me with this foundation for this barn? And he came down and actually he came down about a month ago and said the ground's too wet. <laughs> And so we've been waiting for it not to rain. And I'm like, oh, it's going to rain tomorrow. So I'm like, let's see if we can get it done today. And uh, after I was done working, I had him come over and bring some. He had, He's like, well, we're going to have to we're gonna have to put some fill in here because it's, it's going to go on a slope. So uh, I don't want my I don't want all my basketballs and stuff I'm going to store in there to roll to one end of the, the shed. <laughs> right. So. So he uh, he found some fill dirt and brought it down, and uh, I can't drive that skid loader, so I'm glad he can. Now I just have to get all the gravel up to the foundation from our driveway, and it was, the ground's a little soft, so the skid loader was sinking in a little. So he's like, I'm going to tear up your yard if I try to get that gravel. And I'm like, ah, I'll, sh- I'll just shovel it <laughs> into this <laughs> garden cart. So I was doing that tonight. And the boys were helping me, so at least have a couple no. helpers. So when you're when you're out there doing uh, some hard physical labor, and your sons are watching, do your boys look at you, and do they they still think that you're a beast? Uh, 
No. They <laughs> They're like, watch out. Dad's gonna Dad's gonna hurt himself or something. Actually, I'm pretty. I already know the truth. <laughs> I usually don't hurt myself, so I I have this garden cart. And I filled up with gravel and took drove it up to the foundation with the tractor, and I unlatched the cart so to tip back, and the thing rolled back on Wade's foot, and I didn't re- <laughs> I didn't realize it, and uh, he didn't say anything, <laughs> and then oh, poor kid. But it. It was a mostly empty cart at that point, but he couldn't get his foot out from underneath it. And I think I think Nolan said something like, "Dad, get it off of Wade's foot." Wade just standing there, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So I lift up the I just lift up the cart, and he pulls his foot out. So yeah, they think I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from Dad, or otherwise you might lose a foot. Well, and then. Uh, Wade hit Nolan in the face with a shovel. Um, oh. It was just a plastic one, but still. I, but Wade has a tendency to um, put his tools up in the air when he's using them. Like, he'll take a rake and use it like an axe. So he was doing that, and I'm like, you you can't do you can't do that, especially around other people. That was, that was his method for spreading the gravel out. Nolan just is... A little oblivious to all this, all this stuff. He just wants to be where all the action is, right? See what's going on and kind of take it all in. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't get my kids really to to help out too much. I'm trying to think of the jobs that we do have. When when we do get something going, like the spring cleanup, you know, pick up all the sticks that fell over winter time, um, or uh, pick up all the dog poop that's over there. <laughs> Or out over throughout the yard, but you know after after a while they, you know you're in the middle of doing all the work and and they they quietly just sort of trickle away, <laughs> and then you you say where 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 is everybody where you know you're looking around where's everybody going and you hear the the basketball being shot in the front yard or if you're in the front yard you hear the soccer ball being kicked in the back <laughs> or they have them they're laughing jumping on a trampoline or something like that going and uh, like, all right. But you know what? I totally get it. Oh, I, I was get their it age, too. and my parents asked me to do anything. It was it was torturous for me to move, even in the direction of having to do the work. Torturous. But the strange thing was, uh, you know, we lived right across from the talents. If if they needed anything, um, you know, like loading up their their uh, loft with hay, we were there, and anything they needed like that. It's just strange, you know, helping out other people anytime but when it's your own family you're like oh i can't do it it hurts to pick up my book my my kids are like that right now it's it's as if they go through a room and they don't even have to touch anything and things get knocked over down and plates magically that they weren't even eating food and there's plates on the table that get left behind (laughs) cups and half full dishes and everything i don't know where it all comes from it's like that little, uh, remember the little invisible guy from Family Circus cartoons? Yes. It's that guy, not me. Yeah, he's not paying rent. <laughs> Matt, do you remember when they had the music room in the old building at Richfield School? It was right across from the uh, cafeteria. That was the only music room, wasn't it? There wasn't one in the little building, was there? Well, remember, I remember like in maybe first grade 
the music room was in one of those first rooms on the right. Oh, was it? Yeah. There was, I remember if, when you walked in, the first room was the art room, and the next room was where I remember us having kindergarten. Yeah. But I think later, the first room was music, because I remember square dancing in that room, Miss Ryan. Okay. And then, then it moved over to the other room when Miss Kuntz uh, took over. Took all over. right. But it was over at the old building at one point. And I think all right. uh, I think all the cafeteria ladies loved hearing the joyful sounds coming from the music room. Because usually you just have to listen to the boys' bathroom and the urinals. <laughs> right. Flush, the, flush, flush. They were the ones that were uh, sunk down into the floor. Right. Those were great. And, and you'd get all the guys together to flush them all at once. And watch the water turn rusty. <laughs> and you know, the, I think we should uh, we should bust into that school for one last pee <laughs> before they tear it down. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see what it looks like inside. Yeah, me too. What te- what teacher did you uh, want to impress the most? Oh, geez, uh, all of them, because I was a I was a teacher's pet for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, probably uh, maybe Mrs. Michael in fourth grade. It was either it'd be either her or Mrs. Satin in sixth grade. I know you know my history with Mrs. Breadback with the Woof and Woofer Club. I wasn't tr- trying to impress her. I was I was trying to get away from her. <laughs> she, what do you mean? Well, she TP'd my desk in third grade uh, while I was at recess one day. <laughs> that was great I was in Mrs. DeLong's homeroom class and Mrs. Brebeck came in and totally TP'd my desk and I had my posse guarding me on the way out to the school buses so Mrs. Brebeck would not catch me it was Dean and probably Corey and who knows who else but it was it was crazy Dean still remembers it and talks about it because it was, uh, it must have made quite the impression on him. Because it was his first year at Richfield, because he had been at Hillcrest those first three years. Yeah, I, I think uh, I would try to impress Miss Michael. Um, she was pregnant with their first baby during that year, and my mom was the room mom. So, oh yeah. So I was, uh, you know, I tried to try to be good and do the right thing and. How about you? Who was there a teacher that you really wanted to wow? Well, in uh, elementary school, is probably our gym teacher, Miss Cahoon. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, I was never the fastest kid then, or you know, the most athletic, or whatever. But I remember I I would always tr- so I would always try really hard to do whatever I could, and uh, I remember she wanted somebody <laughs> to demonstrate doing a push up. And so, oh, I'm raising my hand. Me, 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 let me do it. So she says, all right, everybody watch. Matt's going to do the push-up. So I go do the push-up in the push-up position. And she says, and go down. I go down, you know, chest down all the way. She says, see how I did that? Chest down and up. I push up. (laughs) (laughs) And she just rolls her head over, starts laughing. And, you know, there I am in push-up position. And I just fart in front of the entire class. <laughs> and all I can do is just go, ah. 
you know, laugh, laugh it off. Inside, I'm dying. <laughs> and, you know, I pinched it off because there's a whole lot more that's got to come. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, you would think, you know, you, you feel your body getting ready to, you know, evacuate like so. And you would think, I, why did I raise my hand? <laughs> you know, but I wanted to impress her so much that it overrode all warning signs. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not do this. Do not do that. Me, 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 pick me. <laughs> and you know, at some later time, who wants to demonstrate how to do a sit-up? <laughs> that, that's even worse. And, and you think I would have learned something? But oh, 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 me, 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 me. Did she pick you? She picked me. I think she thought there might be something good to happen. <laughs> might come out of all this. Gym class gold. <laughs> Uh, but nothing happened on that one. I, I did it with uh, my hands behind my ears uh, pr properly. And, she, and I remember her saying, now that's the sign of a strong young boy. And I, I felt 12 feet tall with wow. a good digestive system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she went home and told someone that story oh, that you day. Know it. That had to be in the teacher's lounge, you know, and everybody must have known that. Oh. Yeah, that probably made its way up to the school board. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Rosemary LaVoyer was, was probably sharing it with all the other secretaries. Mm -hmm. I wonder got, everybody knew how to around. pronounce my name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're mad, Coma. Oh, okay. Because before that, everyone was calling Jim, Jim Choma. <laughs> right. But once they, they heard about your legendary uh, push-up... <laughs> Right, you you'd made a name for yourself. I left my mark, so to speak. <laughs> Hopefully, it wasn't in my underpants. Your athletic feats at Richfield are legendary. Um, they, are they? I, I didn't did you win. didn't you uh, injure yourself multiple times on the playgrounds at Richfield? I, uh, maybe as we talk it through, I'll remember. But okay. I did dislocate my. My huh. little finger, right? Uh, playing they had football. To bring the emergency. You playing football, and it was—I forget what grade that was in. But uh, I, it was—it was on the small blacktop, and I was running for a touchdown, and my finger got caught in the uh, the fence, and I pulled out just in time to turn around for the football to hit my finger, and it was my my left pinky, and it hit it, and it it bent it at the knuckle, Ugh. inside out, uh, <laughs> so that the knuckle didn't point back; it pointed down, and I saw that and went, oh! <laughs> Now, what grade yeah, was that? I, I didn't know that it could do that. I think that was third grade. Okay. So they called in. Uh, some Somebody walked me back. It must have been one of the playground ladies. And, you know, here they are. You, you, they're just out there to make sure kids don't get in, you know, aren't spitting on each other or aren't running too much. And here's a kid, kid whose finger's bending backwards, you know. And I'm crying. And I remember some some girl on the, the dome or something like that saying, Matt, what's wrong? And I just go, <laughs> Over my little finger, <laughs> pointed backwards. And by the time I, I get into the uh, into the principal's office or wherever it was that they that they took me, I think the paramedics were there shortly thereafter. And uh, and I'm crying, ah! just looking at because it, it looked terrible. And right. the paramedic, uh, there's two two guys there, and, and they're looking at it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we're just gonna have to. <clears throat> he pulls on the finger, and I went, ah. Oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> and it looked normal again, and it didn't hurt. All right. But they gave me some ice to put on it. <laughs> and probably a coupon to Van's Pharmacy. <laughs> yes. For an ice cream code. Half price. <laughs> But another time, I, I remember I was chasing after Christine Leffler. <laughs> no. Uh, like for a game of tag or something like that. And I remember I couldn't catch her. You know, like I said, it wasn't all that fast. She was fast. And, yeah. And um, I, we were playing tag or something like that, whatever it was. And I, I couldn't catch her, but I, I was feeling like I can't let her get away. You know, I got to tag her being you know having you know my second grade crush on her or whatever and i dove and she was running and as she was running she kicked me in the head (laughs) and i remember just like seeing stars and just flopping on the ground and not being able to get up and i think they said that i had a concussion and then there was the other time that no i had a music class injury that was pretty bad really yeah, it was. I think it was first grade. Were you? You, know, you had Mrs. Breadbeck in first grade. Yeah, you had Miss Benny or Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Austin. Austin. Yeah, and uh, it was. Uh, we, we were. Miss Ryan was the teacher, or was it Miss? Um, Miss Ryan remember. was the teacher at that point. I don't remember her being the teacher, so it might have been a substitute that day. Oh, maybe it was her, but we were supposed to be hopping around like frogs, and. Uh, you know, the music's playing, and when the music stopped, you were supposed to stop. So we're all hopping around like frogs, you know, uh, uh, down on all fours and jumping up, down on all fours and jumping up, down on all fours and jumping up. And this is a classroom, you know, 20 kids or whatever. So this isn't really a good idea because <laughs> I, I'm we're jumping up, the music stops, I'm coming down, and Jamie Rich is jumping up. He clocks me right in my eye i see those very same stars again and i'm backwards and i i had to have got knocked out my eye turned so black and swollen like frankenstein my eye was puffed out the the white part of my eye it turned all bloody red i had this black eye for it had to be two or three weeks it was the nastiest looking thing oh I'm going to have to ask Aunt Debbie if she remembers that. She does remember you. Maybe that's the reason. I remember what she she did uh, uh, for me in the class. I, I remember two things distinctly. I remember once I, I made her super frustrated. <laughs> and I don't remember what about, but I remember her taking my construction paper <laughs> pile and slamming it down on the desk in front of me. I'd done something really to make her mad and like telling me to just do it. And uh, but I I remember shortly thereafter I don't know if she felt bad or whatever I I had had uh, in, in first grade you know the first grade crush uh, was Cindy Vanek and I was just so in love with Cindy Vanek because she had long hair and she used to wear this uh, striped shirt that I just loved <laughs> and I I probably sat in the class just looking at her you know <laughs> not focusing on the class. But just then they're staring hand on my cheek, just looking at her. And then one time after the break, your, your aunt moved my desk. And then she came, she said, Matt, I moved your desk to someplace else. And I said, oh, okay, uh, where am I sitting now? And she says, you're moved over there. And it was into the one one row ahead, right next to Cindy Vanek. <laughs> and I looked over <laughs> and went, <gasps> so happy, clapping my hands. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, she had to have known. <laughs> She smiled knowingly and said, okay, maybe you'll pay attention in class now. 
And I, I remember sitting there next to Cindy, we're just coloring in. Can I borrow your red crayon? Oh, this is very nice. <laughs> Would you like to borrow my orange? Sure, you can borrow my orange crayon. That was just, and I don't remember ever doing anything next to, you know, <laughs> anything else, but I was just so happy sitting next to Cindy Vanek. And I had great grades after that, maybe. I, don't, I remember, though, in the, the back, uh, you know how the teachers always wrote, you know, comments? Right. She wrote something like, well, Matt certainly knows all there is to know about dinosaurs, but he tends to talk too much. <laughs> and talk too much was all capital letters. Well, that brings us to the end of episode five. Our thanks to Todd Bendis for the introduction. And once again, our apologies to Eric Moore. Sorry, Eric, we went a little long. We'll try to get you on next time. And as always, you can find us on iTunes. Please click subscribe and you'll get our feed whenever a new podcast episode is posted visit us on twitter at south richfield or send us an email a friendly line at southrichfield at gmail.com so again for matt coma this is scott luther good night everybody (laughs) 